Welcome. Ah! Welcome back to my podcast. Twenty Four's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet, ladies and gentlemen. Um, kind of a weirder podcast because I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, I did not plan this podcast to be this way. I started off podcasting and casting the uh, the NFL draft, the 2020 draft, fourth round, and then about an hour into it, I fell asleep because of how boring it was. I'm not going to subject you to that. I am going to, um, I myself am going to kind of go through some of the picks, going to see what kind of happens uh, in uh, in the next couple of rounds. I know it's like 440 right now. Excuse me. Draft is almost done. So I'll kind of just kind of run through it very, very quickly. I'll give you some of my thoughts on some of the picks and things of that nature. Um, just specifically because, in my opinion, as I started to watch some of the draft uh, that was going on, I was like, okay, you know, we can kind of, like, I, I can fall asleep during this. I can cancel the recording, the initial one, and make another one, and we can talk about it um, on that. We can talk about some of the other things that I saw uh, in the draft, in the, in the later one, excuse me. But ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk about, we're going to finish the podcast, or not the podcast, oh my god, the draft, right here, on 24th Podcast! <clears throat> Sorry about that. Jesus Christ, but yeah, um, I did enjoy some parts of the podcast, but I was just, just not very interesting, to me at least, what was going on in the draft. Also, I didn't like how the draft was kind of starting to get set up, where essentially they would have, um, they would have, because there's so many draft prospects that are going to happen, that are going to go during, um, during today's round, we're talking three rounds of players matched up, or not matched up, but kind of crunched up into like I think seven hours, and keep in mind there were um, no. There's four rounds, not three rounds. The fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds in about seven hours. And uh, last night I was pretty much podcasting for almost four hours, and there was like two two rounds, and then they're gonna double it up again. It, like they didn't want it, they wanted to get it done quickly. Now going to the draft for the Bengals. They got. Keem Davis Gaither out of Appalachian State. And you'll kind of, and I'll talk about some of these guys that I think were third rounders that dropped to the fourth round. Akeem Davis Gaither is definitely one of those third rounders, potentially second rounders that dropped to the Cincinnati Bengals just out of, just out of like, he was hurt. I think he has a chronic injury with his, um, with one of his foot, one of his right foots. Uh, he only has one. What are you doing, 24? But, he was hurt for a um for I think a good part of his career at Appalachian State. So he fell he really fell to the second or not the second but the fourth round and he's still going to um he's he's gonna be a good player for Cincinnati. Cincinnati has had a really, really nice draft. They've gotten two linebackers, Logan Wilson, Akeem Davis Gaither. They got, I think, a wide receiver. Yep, they got T. Higgins in the second round, and then they obviously got Joe Burrow in the first round. So pretty good defense. Or not defense, but draft for them so far. Now, Washington got a tackle. And when I watched this, I was like, oh, this is this is because of Trent Williams. Because they traded him away uh, to the 49ers. They got 
they got this uh, a fifth rounder for them this year and a third rounder. They gave up, excuse me. Yeah, they got a, a fifth rounder this year and a third rounder next year. Keep in mind, could have gotten a first rounder for him. Probably should have signed him too. Um, I can't say his name. I think his name is Sadiq Charles, not Sadiq Collins. Sadiq Charles, tack out of LSU, helping out that um, that Washington defense. Probably, I would say, depth piece to maybe a starter. Reason for that, um, I don't think Washington has a lot of offensive linemen. They were they were bad last year, really bad at that position. I'm like, that's kind of why I was like, maybe sign, you know, one of the best left tackles in the league. Just saying, once upon a time, second or third best, and the only guys that were in front of him were Hall of Famers. Just saying, maybe you want to get somebody that can actually help out your quarterback and not make sure, and make sure, excuse me, that he's not going to be put on his butt a lot during the season. Next up, the Las Vegas Raiders, they get another guard, guard, excuse me, John Simpson out of Clemson. He protected Trevor Lawrence during his tenure, and I think he also protected uh, Deshaun, the Vegas Raiders. Uh, They need offensive line help. They had one... They had one of the best offensive lines in the league at one point in their um, in their short little tenure of having like a really really nice football team with Khalil Mack and Derek Carr and I forgot who their running back was but their offensive line was was great. People were talking about how it was as great as the Dallas Cowboys offensive line, and then they didn't sign any of their players. They didn't they didn't um, they didn't address some of the needs that they had at the offensive line once those big boys left. I think either out of retirement or just because they were like, uh, well, we're done with the team. The team isn't offering us any money and we're just going to move on. Or their play just significantly declined. I don't know what it was, but Raiders, uh, they need offensive line help. They're going to get some in uh, John Simpson. Darnay Holmes to the New York football Giants. This was a great pickup by them uh, at 110. Great pickup by them because he was one of the best corners left on the board. Potentially a third rounder drops to the fourth rounder. Great value for the New York Giants. Their defense stinks, especially their secondary when Dak Prescott had a perfect passer rating against the Giants defense. Uh, so you need you need corners, and especially because C.D. Lamb just got drafted this year by the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, I've heard some things, I've heard some philosophies be put out about the Dallas Cowboys where they could essentially put Amari Cooper on the inside. Michael Gallup could be your um, your outside receiver, and um, C.D. Lamb could potentially play the X on the outside. We'll see. But yes, Amari Cooper, he could potentially be the slot receiver. Who knows? That that's actually a pretty good fit for him, but you need somebody. Darnay Holmes, maybe he can. I mean, you're gonna have to get somebody to freaking stop that Dallas second, not that secondary. Those receivers, man. And this is gonna be the start. He's not gonna be. A, he's not gonna be like a lockdown corner. I don't think for one for those three guys. I think he's gonna be a good corner. But you need more help in the secondary. Probably you need help at just pass rushing in general. Um, to to make sure that the Dallas Cowboys uh, can't just run rampant on you in the next year. Now, granted, they did get Xavier McKinney, and this is going to help out as well. But yes, Darnay Holmes, good pickup by the New York uh, Giants. Miami getting Solomon Kidney, Ken Kindly. I think that's how you say his name. 
uh, a guard out of Georgia. Again, another offensive line buff for the Miami Dolphins. They need it. Their offensive line stunk last year. It was horrible. It was terrible. But yes, Miami getting, a, getting someone to help them out. Los Angeles Chargers. This was an interesting pick when when it happened because this was I, I, I cast it for like an hour. It wasn't like I just stopped after 20 minutes. I, I cast it for like an hour, and I remember most of these picks. I'm just kind of going over them once again. Um, Joshua Kelly out of UCLA. He was one of the better prospects that were available at this point in the draft at 111th overall. Or no, not 111, 112th overall. Joshua Kelly, he seems like he's the in-between-the-tackle type of running back for the LA Chargers. The reason why I say that is it looks like to me that the Los Angeles Chargers are kind of going for depth at that position, taking a page out of the Patriots playbook. And what they're doing is they're essentially saying, you know what, we're going to have this running back for this job, this running back that can catch the ball out out of the backfield in Austin Eckler and Joshua Kelly, who can potentially just run it through the tackles. And it looks like that's what they were. Um, that's what they're doing right now. And, um, I, you got to like the pick. You got to like the pick. For that reason, I don't have any other reason because they have Austin Eckler. So, And they probably should have taken a, a running back higher up if, if, the, um, if the philosophy uh, was, excuse me, we want a bell cow back. This is not the bell cow back move. It looks like Austin Eckler is not going to be that bell cow back. He's, he's going to be kind of a guy that's going to go all around the place here. Troy Pride Jr., out of Notre Dame corner, again, another corner, probably a third, second rounder, falls to Carolina in the third round, or in the fourth round, Uh, they need help in that secondary, they probably could have gotten Isaiah Simmons, they got Derek Brown, great pickup for the Carolina Panthers, kind of just staying pat, making sure that they can get somebody at 113, Arizona Cardinals getting Leaky Foto, a defensive tackle, help out Chandler Jones, pretty good player when you got him fourth round Arizona I like it defensive tackle help out your defense a little bit some of these guys are going to be starters by the way Um, some of these guys are going to be depth pieces I don't know all of the team rosters in the league to be able to be like this guy's going to be a starter this guy's going like I feel like uh, Darnay Holmes should probably be a starter because I don't know who the New York Giants, their their guys are. But Darnay Holmes, I feel like, should be a starter. I think Leaky Fotu should either be a depth piece or a starter. Again, don't know their um their roster for the Cardinals. But when you look at the Cardinals, you look at some of the moves that they've made in Josh Jones and Isaiah Simmons, and now they've uh, they've gotten a defensive tackle to help out Chandler Jones. Easily one of the most underrated football players in the league, one of the best pass rushers in the league. But he plays for Arizona, and nobody knows anything about Arizona, so he's kind of under the radar. Cleveland Browns are going to get a tight end, Harrison Bryant, one of the best available in a very, very weak tight end class, if you want my honest opinion about it. But Cleveland, they got Harrison Bryant. This is more of a depth piece, again, because I know their roster. I know that they have Njoku. The issue with Njoku was last season, he was hurt for the entirety of the season, pretty much. And they were they were scarce at tight end. And they got a tight end here in Harrison Bryant for depth. Maybe to you know, maybe in case uh, Njoku, excuse me, gets hurt. But they also, check this out, they also got another tight end. I don't think he's a blocking tight end. I think he can both catch and block. So this pick is kind of interesting because 
you're going to go three deep at the tight end position, essentially, if you're the Browns, which that's a real head-scratcher. I think they got Austin Hooper from Atlanta. We'll see. Jacksonville at 116 got Ben Barch out of St. John's, Minnesota. Again, they need help at offense, at offensive line, because I don't know who any of their offensive linemen are. Um, There are cases where I, I know offensive linemen on certain teams because of their play and how good they are or because they're a name that's popular um I don't know anything about Jacksonville Jaguars um offense pretty much I don't even know who their tight ends are they 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 I think they take like Gavin Escobar I think went to Baltimore who else I think Jeff Swain went to Jacksonville right he was he was a Dallas Cowboy tight end but beyond that I don't know who their tight ends are and Gavin Escobar wasn't even a tight end for them so Uh, Jacksonville, they need a lot of offensive help on top of defense, but they value defense more, I think, with Doug Marone Marone and their GM. I forgot his name, but he used to be um, the GM for the Giants. I think he was with them when they won the two Super Bowls. Can't remember his name. His name escapes me right now. But, yes, they are a very defensive team. They're just very, very bad at keeping great defensive players like Calais Campbell and Jalen Ramsey and Barry Church and – Unique and Gawkway doesn't want to be there. He wants to be traded. And it's probably going to go down like how Trent Williams was traded. It's like he's too much of a headache. We don't want him on the team. He's not accepting the uh, the money that we want him to. And um, I remember one of the uh, the son of, of, of the owner, he was like, you know what? Uh, we'll trade you once we get fair compensation. Well, guess what, buddy? You're not going to get fair compensation because you have let one of your players make it very, very public that he does not want to play there. For um for the Jacksonville Jaguars, so all the other teams in the league have to do is wait for you to get desperate, which you will, because you're like, well, we can't get anything for him. We're not going to get a first rounder for him, like, or the other way around. Teams get desperate. Excuse me, teams get desperate, and they're like, well, we got to sign somebody for us. So Jacksonville, they pretty much they're a mess. Minnesota, they got an edge rusher out of South Carolina, DJ Wonham. Lighting up my candle here. Got DJ Wonham. DJ Wonham. Edge rusher. I think they got another one in the first round. Curtis Weaver, by the way, out of Boise State, has fallen far in this draft. A second rounder, potentially a first rounder, all the way to the fourth round. But DJ Wonham, he is an edge rusher, and they got DJ Wonham instead. Minnesota has made some interesting picks I would say my interesting I mean okay here okay there DJ Wonham is kind of like okay you know you know they need to fill the gap with Everson Griffin leaving in free uh, free agency excuse me um also by the way nobody has signed Everson Griffin so if you're a football team that wants Everson Griffin he is still out there but the issue is do you want to pay him a fuck ton of money And the answer with a lot of teams right now is with the draft going on for the last couple of days, it's no. But then it's like, well, maybe once we come out of the draft, we'll take a look. We'll see. So Denver Broncos, they're going to get Albert O. Cannot say his last name. Won't even try. But Albert O. is going to be now a Denver Bronco. He's going to be a tight end. Again, another depth piece 
for the Denver Broncos to help out Noah Fant. This isn't a, a replacement of Noah Fant. And the reason why I'm constantly repeating myself is sometimes people are like, well, oh my God, they're drafting this guy because they think that this guy is going to replace this player. But what you always have to remind yourself of and what you always have to be aware of when you're going into the draft and when you're addressing needs at draft and whenever teams are addressing needs at draft and getting players and things of that nature, where they go via ranks, not ranks, but rounds, excuse me, and how high and what position they play matters as well, excuse me. So, for example, getting a tight end in the fourth doesn't really make a lot of sense to me if you're trying to replace Noah Fant because you would have gotten somebody higher up. Or in this case, you would have read your scouting reports and your player evaluations based upon your scouts last month in March, and you would have been like, oh, there's no tight ends in this draft. Let's go into free agency and look for a tight end in free agency before you know before you would go into the draft, for example, right? Or on the flip side of that, and this is kind of a bad move by a team, let's say, you know, for example, you pay your quarterback the year prior – hundreds of millions of dollars, and you're now going to draft a, um, a quarterback in the second round to be essentially a Taysom Hill. I'll talk about that whole BS with Jalen Hurts and Taysom Hill probably this draft. Not this draft, but maybe today, maybe tomorrow. We'll see. Because I'm like, I hate it whenever people are like, well, yeah, you can just make a, a Taysom Hill. It's like, shut up. No, you can't do that. It's not as easy as just being like, well, oh, I want a player like Taysom Hill let me just let me just freaking uh, let me just freaking make a player. Let me get a player, right? Or whatever. Or let me just make another Taysom Hill. By the way, something interesting just kind of was pulled up on my screen. I'll talk about it in a second here. Maybe not a second, but later on. Uh, McCall, McCall Walker out of Fresno State to the Atlanta Falcons. I don't know anything about the Atlanta Falcons linebacker core. I would assume that they would need guys. It's interesting that in the Super Bowl they had a very, very young team, and it looked like they were going to have success for years to come, and then it's just they, they, they didn't. So, New York Jets, they get LaMichael per, uh, Perrine, I think that's how you say his name, out of Florida. This is, again, another depth piece. I think they either, they again, they prob- if they wanted a running back, they probably would have gotten one higher up. I think this is just to compliment uh, a Le'Veon Bell. However, I think I'm not. I'm not sure. Some of the running backs that have taken are probably going to be wide receivers and not necessarily running backs, or the vice versa. Some um, some wide receivers are going to be running backs, or running backs be wide receivers. I don't really know. Um, I don't really know anything about LeMichael Perrine because don't. Didn't know he played football. Um, Detroit just got a guard, Logan Stenberg, out of Kentucky. Again, help out that inside. We'll see. Jacob Eason goes to the Colts. This was an interesting pick for me because I was like, you know, you're going to have Phillip Rivers in the locker room. Uh, It looks like they're really moving on from Jacoby Brissett. Uh, This is a quarterback that I think people had in like the second round, and now he... He fell all the way to the fourth, as I kind of was like, yeah, he's probably gonna, he's probably gonna fall. But um, Jacob Easton fell to the Colts. Philip Rivers, Jacoby Brissett, probably not going to be your future. Looks like Jacob Eason, Eason, maybe your future later on. It just kind of depends on, you know, how does he do coming out of uh, Washington and entering into the Colts. 
it's going to be a really, really great quarterback room, a guy who's a little bit more reserved in his play style, and a guy who likes to sling it. If you can find a healthy balance in Jacob Eason's play style when he's you know, somewhere in between because everybody's like, well, he's a natural guy who can throw the football and, and da, 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 da. But it's like, well, if you can, if you can show him how to be a pro, I think he could be a very, very good player for the Colts. Obviously, <coughs> excuse me, obviously not Peyton Manning, obviously not Andrew Luck. So Dallas Cowboys, they got a corner out of Tulsa, Reggie Robinson, the second, again, help out that corner position. I think um, during the second round, if uh, it's probably not up yet, because I have, I, I've tried to freaking upload the second round and the third round podcast literally all day. It's literally exactly what happened when I was editing um, on this software, and it wouldn't export at all. It's like that, except on on Anchor, which is where I distribute my podcast. It's like. The entirety of the second and third round is refusing to upload, and I have no idea why. But when I was, um, but but during that podcast specifically, I was talking about the possibility of Dallas moving up and double dipping in corner in the second round by offering maybe a fourth and a fifth, a third and a second, not a third and a second, a third and a fifth to move up into the second round and get Christian Fulton. Christian Fulton went to Tennessee, unfortunately, but I was like, that could be a possibility, and when you get two corners, and then you add them on to the current corner roster, you now have, uh, one. You, you go from pretty much one of the weakest positions in all of football, or not one of the weakest position, positions in all of football, one of the weakest positions on your team, to now it being a, uh, a position where there's a lot of depth there at corner. Um, that didn't happen, but it kind of also did when you drafted Re- Reggie Robinson the second. So now there's going to be competition there. Maybe he comes in. Maybe he's better than Awuzie. Maybe not. Awuzie was a second-round draft pick, and he is... I do not want to resign him. <laughs> like He looked like he was good at, at tackling, but sometimes, man, he just gets destroyed in coverage, in press, in man-to-man, in zone. Like, like they, they deliberately had to hide him, and quarterbacks were finding him. They were like, 24, go out. And it was embarrassing for me, because I nicknamed myself on the internet, 24, it was embarrassing to have 24 just get beaten over and over and over again, or just, ha- like, commit penalties, or do horrendous stuff that would that I would be like, dude, don't do that. They probably got some competition in the fourth round um, at the corner position. Reggie Robbins in the second. We'll see. After the Cowboys, Pittsburgh got a running back, Anthony McFarlane out of Maryland. This is so Pittsburgh pretty much your back door, not very far from Pittsburgh, or Pennsylvania, excuse me. Um, they Pittsburgh, they are very, very known for getting guys out of Maryland, out of Penn State, out of Notre Dame, things of that nature, places that are right in their backyard, places that are very, very close to them. They got another one. Anthony McFarland, another depth piece for Pittsburgh. New York Jets, they got James Morgan. No idea who he is. He's out of Florida International. Oh, yeah, I know who he was. He was the guy that was throwing really, really bad balls um, in, uh, in uh, what was it, <clears throat> in the combine or at the combine. I'm like, okay, James Morgan, back up. <laughs> uh, Charlie Heck, Houston, they got him a tackle, probably a depth piece uh, for the Houston Texans. They just gave Laramie Tunsil $33 million 
or not 33, 66 million for the next three years. I'm like, what? That's in the, that you you're paying him 22 million a year. What? That's a dumb decision by the Houston Texans. But what like like what a surprise! The Houston Texans make a horrible D- GM decision. Philadelphia, Kayvon uh, Wallace, a third rounder that fell all the way to the fourth round, mid to late fourth round. Um, they pretty much needed somebody on the back end of their defense. They got Kayvon Wallace. Pretty good pickup for them. Safety out of Clemson. Buffalo Bills are going to get Gabriel Davis out of the University of Central Florida. I think that's what UCF, UC, yeah, UCF stands for. I don't know his. I don't know who he is, but I think I don't know. I think I think they have Stephon Diggs. They they definitely have Stephon Diggs. I think they have a guy named John Brown who was their deep threat last year, and then they have Cole Beasley who's going to be either their number two or their number three guy this year. Um, so I'm. It's a little bit head scratcher. It's like, well, hmm, like who exactly? I don't know. It's I, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, where exactly is he going to fit in? Is he going to be like a special team guy? I don't know. Uh, Cameron Clark, guard out of Charlotte, going to the Jets. Minnesota will get James Lynch, defensive end out of Baylor. Arizona will get Rashard Lawrence out of LSU. Third round draft pick fell to to Arizona, and keep in mind, they got Leaky Fotu. They got two third-rounders in the fourth round. Great job by the Arizona Cardinals making sure that um, making sure that they've got either depth or just players at that seventh, at that, not seventh round, excuse me, at that defensive tackle position that, um, that can really help out Chandler Jones if you can push the pocket. Excuse me. <clears throat> Troy Dye pushed the pocket from uh, the middle of the football. Not oh my god! Not of the middle of the football field. Push the pocket from the inside instead of the outside. Sorry about that. Got a little bit tongue tied. Troy die. Troy die. Oh my god! Troy die. Linebacker out of Alabama to the Minnesota Vikings. I think he'd be a special teamer for them. I'm not sure about their linebacking core, but I'm like linebacker late round to me sounds like sounds like a a, a special teamer. Colby Parkinson. Parkinson out of Stanford, one of the better tight ends in the draft. They got him. Seattle. I've been, like, complaining about how Seattle, they need to get Russell Wilson another guy or more guys because they stink at offense. Every I remember um, Nate Burlinson. He's like the, uh, what's it called? <clears throat> He's like, um, what is it? What was it? Uh like, the Seahawks have one of the best wide receiving cores in the league. Um, Dallas getting C.D. Lamb doesn't make them the best wide receiving core in the league. Um, the, the 49ers, they have, uh, they have guys. I'm like, no, they don't. He, he, this is what he pretty much said. He's like, the 49ers, they're better than the Cowboys. The Seahawks, they're better than the Cowboys. I'm like, what? Out of all the teams, you pick those two teams? I'm like, they stink. And by the way, it was in the NFC, not in the entire NFL. So, obviously, Kansas City would... Uh, would be would would be comparable to Dallas in that measure, but I'm like, what? Like Seahawks, they got nobody besides maybe DK and Tyler Lockett, and that's it. And then Seattle, not Seattle. What's their name? We're gonna look at this and we're gonna talk about this after I get through the draft. Uh, freaking 
The Eagles just got Marquise Godwin, Goodwin, excuse me, from San Francisco. They traded picks. I don't know who they got, but they traded. I'm like, what? Okay. That's cool. We'll look at that in a couple of minutes. By a couple of minutes. 30 to 40, maybe 50 to 60 minutes. I don't know. Anyways, moving on. Atlanta got Jalen Hawkins, safety out of Carolina, uh, California. Pittsburgh got Kevin Dawson, guard out of Louisiana, Lafayette. Rams got Bryson Hopkins out of Purdue. Another tight end. I think I, I, I was talking about this in the podcast that I fell asleep in. Excuse me. Talked about it in the sense of, of um, how essentially I felt that a lot of the tight ends that were selected in this round or that could be selected in this round, like Colby Parkinson, Bryson Hopkins, et cetera, et cetera. Hold on, let me mute my phone. Sorry about that. But those guys, I felt that they could be taken in, uh, that could have been taken late second, third round, late late mid, uh, excuse me, late second round, early to mid third round. Those guys, they're uh, early to mid, yeah, early to mid third round. Sorry about that. Uh, those guys, they fell to the fourth round, and I felt that there would be a boom in tight ends being taken. And uh, yeah, there was <laughs> in, in the draft. There was a lot of tight ends that were taken. Uh, Jacksonville at thirty one or at, or at one thirty seven overall, they take Josiah Scott corner out of Michigan State. Another really really nice pickup for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kansas City, they're going to take Legarius Sneed out of Louisiana uh, Louisiana Tech. Las Vegas Raiders are going to take Amik Robertson out of Louisiana Tech. I can't even see his full fucking name. I think his name is Shaquille Courtney out of Miami, linebacker, Jacksonville. Texans are going to take John Reed out of Penn State. This is where things, I'm like, this is where things get a little bit tricky and a little bit hairy here. Uh, Washington, they got AGG. They got Antonio Gandy-Golden in the fourth, which... uh, that is not what I wanted to happen whatsoever. I thought he would have fallen potentially to the fifth round. Now you've given whoever is going to be quarterback, uh, whether it's Dwayne Haskins or Alex Smith or whoever you want, now you've given them the big-bodied wide receiver that's going to go up and over people uh, in, uh, in, in next year's games. <clears throat> that's bad. <laughs> Baltimore got Ben Breedson guard out of Michigan. Seattle got DJ Dallas out of Miami. Philadelphia got Jack Driscoll out of Alabama. Dallas, weirdly enough, traded back into the um, into like into the fourth round to get the center out of Wisconsin, Tyler Biadas. I think people are already saying, well, he's going to be Tyler, Travis Frederick's replacement. I don't think so. Again. I think depth piece, potentially something, someone that you could groom and put up, uh, not put up, but essentially groom into being a, um, a really, really nice player for you um, after the departure of Travis Frederick. I still think Joe Looney is the center for the Dallas Cowboys going into next year, but I do think that whoever they just drafted, I can't even say his last name, uh, I think he is going to be the guy that, um, that may be the future for the Dallas Cowboys. I'm pretty sure Joe Looney, I, he, I think he signed like a short-term contract like a one-year contract, so I don't think he's I don't think he's your guy. 
I think he's just a temporary guy. Cincinnati going with another edge rusher, Khalid Kareem, out of Notre Dame. I'm just going to start saying names here, because let's be honest, I don't know most of these dudes. Uh, Seattle got Alton Robinson out of Syracuse. Danny uh, Pinter went to the Colts. New York Giants got Shane Lemieux. Um, Joe Reed out of uh, out of Virginia, wide receiver, went to the Chargers. Kenny Robinson, safety. San Francisco got Colton McKit- Mc- McKivitz. McKivitz, tackle out of West Virginia. Blues Mountains. Jason Strobridge, a third rounder, fell all the way to the fifth round out of uh, a defensive end out of North Carolina. Miami stole him, by the way. Another steal for Miami. Great job, Miami. Miami's had a fantastic, fantastic draft. It's weird. Again, I, I'm, I'm astonished at how well they have not fucked this up. Because usually when people are like, when specifically teams... They're, they they get all these draft picks that they have. They move up, they move down, they get players. Not players, but they get this big hole of draft picks. They usually fuck it up by just drafting the wrong dude. Strawbridge or Strobridge? He's a second or third rounder. Travis Gibson, defensive end, Tulsa, going to Chicago. Keith Ismael, going to Washington. Daniel Thomas out of Auburn, Jacksonville. Bryce Hall, god damn it. Second rounder. Going to the Jets. Sweet baby. Uh, New England Patriots, they drafted, I guess, their replacement for Guskowski. And Justin, cannot say his last name, out of Marshall. He's going to the Patriots. Nick Harris, center. Washington. Going to Cleveland, Tampa Bay. They're going to get Tyler Johnson out of Minnesota. Kaliki Hudson out of Michigan. Linebacker going to Washington. Help out that linebacker court. Kendall Vildor out of Georgia Southern. Some of these guys you're not you're not going to see on the field at all. And by that, I mean they're going to be cut kind of going into the later rounds. Sucks to say that. It is very, very true. Here he is. Um, Curtis Weaver. Curtis Weaver to Miami. Second rounder fell to the fifth round. Boise State guy. I mean, I think this is their third defensive end, and they're all guys that I'm like, oh, that, that's a pretty good player. I think he can also play linebacker for you. I think he's one of those hybrid. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, let me just look at his profile. Let me, let me drag it out. Curtis Weaver. He's six foot two, 265 pounds. Mm, not sure. I'm not sure. Like he's he's small. He's six foot two. He's two hundred and fifty two pounds. So he's he's big, small. I don't know. We'll see. Miami is killing it with this draft, man. Colin Johnson out of Texas is going to Jacksonville. Uh, Quintez. Cephas from Wisconsin going to Detroit. They need wide receivers. 
need help all over the place. They, they've they've definitely helped out their offensive line. They're probably just going to have tryouts. They're going to be like, hey, you guys want to, you guys want the job? You can have it. Here you go. You want it? Take it. You don't want it? We'll cut you. Jake Fromm finally fell all the way to Buffalo. This is a very, very good pickup by the Philadelphia Eagles. They did not get C.D. Lamb. They did not get Denzel Mims. They will get John Hightower. Boise State. That's another guy that I would have wanted as well before we got C.D. Lamb. So the two guys that I essentially would have wanted, Antonio Gandy-Golden and John Hightower, they're both off the board. But again, we got uh, we got C.D. Lamb, so we're, we're fine. Harrison Hand uh, goes cornerback uh, out of Temple, goes to Minnesota. Baltimore Ravens got Broderick, Washington, defensive tackle, Texas Tech. Isaiah Couture, wide receiver out of Rhode Island, is now a Houston Texans. I, I, I've, Texan, excuse me. I feel like whatever the Houston Texans do, I'm not going to like that much. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I just don't like their draft, man. I think they got a defensive tackle and maybe an offensive lineman here and there, but like later round picks and I mean, they gave up so much assets, so many assets, uh, just, just getting players, right? Like they got Kenny Stills, they got Laramie Tunsil, and then they didn't get anything back. They pretty much did the worst. They, they, they were pretty much a worse version of Miami, right? Where Miami, they got a bunch of draft picks from trading away Minka Fitzpatrick and Laramie Tunsil and all these other players. And uh, they got a lot of draft capital back. But then you look at the Houston Texans who tried to do the exact same thing by trading away DeAndre Hopkins and Dwayne Brown and Jadavion Clowney. And they got pretty much nothing back. Because they're bad at just jamming. It's also the owner's fault as well because he sucks as an owner. Jason Huntley, New Mexico State going to Detroit. Again, depth. Darnell Mooney, wide receiver going to the Bears. Laurel much son defensive tackle going at Tennessee. Kamal Martin going to Green Bay linebacker out of Minnesota. KJ Osborne, Minnesota. Or he's going in Minnesota, excuse me. Denver Broncos. They're going to get Justin Stray Strand. I can't say his last name. Stranad. He's going there. Michael Dana. Edge rusher out of Michigan. He's going to Kansas. Dallas Cowboys are going to get Bradley Anai out of Utah as a compensatory pick. Now, as we get to the sixth round, you'll see some guys that it's like, I, I don't I don't know how many of these guys are going to make the team. Past the sixth and the seventh round, I don't know. Past, really past the fourth and the fifth rounders, like, rounders, fourth and the fifth rounds, excuse me, I feel like most of the players, rightly so, aren't necessarily going to be the guys that uh, that are going to be starting. And now you'll see pretty much depth pieces. Until I like see uh, see somebody that I'm like, that's not a depth piece. Depth piece. That's a pretty good player. Uh, Hakeem Adeniji. He goes to the Bengals. The Broncos are going to get Natane Muti, guard out of Fresno State. Michael, cannot say his last name, guard out of Michigan, going to the Patriots. Cameron Brown, linebacker, Penn State, going to the Giants. Bravion Roy, defensive tackle out of Baylor, going to 
the uh, the Carolina Panthers, Blake Ferguson, long snapper out of LSU, going to Miami. Pretty great. I'm like I'm not gonna lie to you. Want to know what? Want to know something interesting? Pretty great value for a long snapper. This is all you you pretty much go for depth here in the later rounds, but you can also, for example, get a long snapper here. So. A kicker. You can get special teams guys, kickers, punters, long snappers, stuff like that. L.A. Chargers, Alohi Gilman. Safety out of Notre Dame. Third round draft pick. Falls all the way to the sixth round. Same thing with Donovan Peoples-Jones. Wide receiver out of Michigan. Same thing here. He's not a depth piece. He's a good player. Potentially a starter. Tyler Boss. Base. Boss. Kicker. Georgia Southern. Buffalo. They got him. Jake Lutton, quarterback out of Oregon State, going to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Charlie Woner, tight end out of Georgia, going to San Francisco. Braden Mann, punter out of Texas A&M. I think he's one of the better punters in in college, or was. Uh, He's going to New York, as in the Jets. John, cannot say his last name, out of Michigan. Guard, going to Green Bay. Rob Windsor, defensive tackle out of Penn State. He's going to the Colts. Khalil Davis, defensive tackle. Nebraska going to the Bucks. Justin Haran, guard out of Wake Forest, going to the Patriots. Eagles are going to get Sean Bradley out of Temple. Lions are going to get John Penasini, defensive tackle. Antoine Brooks Jr., safety out of Maryland, going to Pittsburgh. Jordan Fuller, safety out of Ohio State, going to the Rams. Again, value picks here. Kez Watkins out of out of Southern Mississippi, pretty good draft pick, pretty good value for where you're going to get him, going to the Eagles. James Prochet going to the Baltimore Ravens. Again, got to love that one. Uh, going, uh, going to Lamar Jackson. Evan Weaver, Linebacker out of Carolina going to the Cardinals. Blake Brandle, guard out of Oregon State going to Minnesota. Linebacker, cannot say his first and last name, out of Wyoming. He's going to the Patriots. Joss Metellus, safety out of Michigan, going to Minnesota. A lot of M's and Michigans and things of that nature. Tyler Davis, tight end. Georgia Tech, Jacksonville Jaguars. Isaiah Hodgkins, wide receiver, Oregon State going to Buffalo Bills. Uh, Jake Hansen, Chris Hansen, uh, center, excuse me, out of Oregon, going to the Green Bay Packers. Guard Simon Spank, whatever his name is, out of Indiana. He's going to the Green Bay Packers as well. Prince Tiga Wano, he was a third rounder, fell all the way to the sixth round, and now he's a tackle for Auburn. Isaiah Rogers, defensive back out of uh, Massachusetts. He's going to um, he's going to the Colts. The Colts are also going to get get Desmond Pat Patman out of Washington State. Jordan Glasgow, linebacker out of Michigan. Freddie Swain. He's a slot guy. He's going to Florida. Now we're almost caught up to the seventh round here. By the way, interesting topic of conversation here. Does anyone want to take a shot at a very very big name player? that is still very much on the board and in play. There's kind of two big-name guys 
that I would argue are still in play, still guys that you can draft, players that you may or may not want to look at. Anthony Gordon, I don't know where he's from. I don't know the school, but he's definitely there on top of Thaddeus Moss, Randy Moss's son, tight end out of LSU. We'll see if they are still in the seventh round after the seventh round is uh, is gone here. But I would, and also Jawan Jennings, another second or third round player, fell all the way to the seventh round. Cincinnati Bengals got Marcus Bailey out of Purdue. Ooh, let me I reposition myself here. Uh, Cameron Cole out of Arkansas. Let me turn up my sound again. Out of Arkansas. He's going to Washington. Jawan Jennings, the wide receiver that I was talking about, going to San Francisco. I'm pretty sure that he could potentially be a starter for you. Pretty sure on that. Um, I think that's also why they probably were like, well, we're, we're going to trade away Mar- uh, Marquise Goodwin to the Eagles because we believe that we can probably just use uh, Juwan Jennings instead in similar fashion. I probably would have kept both. Carter Coughlin, edge rusher out of Minnesota, going to the Giants. This is a very, very good pickup by the Ravens. I, there have been three drafts that I've that I've excuse me very, very liked here, and I feel like um, I feel like some of these guys. Well, some these two drafts, Baltimore and Miami, they've done a great job in getting players and drafting players. And, um, and making sure that they can get guys, not only for Lamar, but also for the defense. Um, I really, really like what both of those teams have done. But a lot of people are underplaying how great of a job Dallas did in the first four to five rounds. Like, they've done a fantastic, and not even in the, not even in the first four to five. And literally every single round, they have done a fantastic job of, um, of getting players and not only filling needs, but also getting the best player available, like, for example, a C.D. Lamb. That was a great job uh, by those three teams, Baltimore, Dallas, and Miami. And I thought that Miami was going to screw it up, if I'm honest with you. <laughs> I, I did not expect that at all. Oh, my God, I completely forgot about K.J. Hill. Geno Stone goes to Baltimore. K.J. Hill, great slot receiver, going to the Chargers. Chargers, man, they've also had a pretty, they've, they've had a pretty good draft. I like I like the value. Pretty much getting a guy that I was like that I like I'm like some of these guys that are in the round Juwan Jennings, KJ Hill. I'm like and, and G, even Geno Stone, I'm like, wow, I can't believe that those guys are still there at that position, but they are. Stanley Thomas cannot read his full name because it's it, he has a hyphen in his full name. Corner out of Florida International going to Carolina. Again, probably helping out that that um, that that corner position that Carolina drastically needs to help out because they stink at corner, um, but they'll be better this year, maybe, hopefully, we'll see. Eno Benjamin, Benjamin, wide receiver out of Arizona State, going to the Arizona Cardinals. Chris Claybrooks, cornerback out of Memphis, going to Jacksonville. Cole McDonald, quarterback out of Hawaii. You really want to draft another quarterback out of Hawaii? Quarter, Cole McDonald saw him at the at the combine. Sweet baby Jesus, he was the he was the guy that I was getting on. I was like McDonald got there. I, I was I was cursing so much because McDonald missing early throws, easy throws, and by the way, 
how I knew that this was going to be a great draft for wide receivers was when I was watching Cole McDonald and James Morgan and all these other guys just have these really, really bad throws. And all of these wide receivers, including CeeDee Lamb, who finished off the day, ironically enough, finished off the day uh, in um, all the way back in February with a fantastic just uh, back shoulder fade catch that he bought in, that he, uh, excuse, not bought, but caught in the back of the end zone. It was one of the best catches of the day, if not the best catch of the day, and it was a horrible ball, I think, by Cole McDonald. And that's who Tennessee just got. By the way, uh, what's his name? Marcus Mariota was Hawaiian. Kenny Willikies, defensive end out of Michigan State, going to Minnesota. Arlington, Hampton Bright, guard out of Colorado, going to the Bears. Jesus Christ. Lachavius Simmons, guard. I'm like, I'm looking at this guy's name, and it's literally three uh, syllables. Lachavius Simmons, guard out of Tennessee State, going to the Bears, Atlanta Falcons. Sterling Hofritcher, punter, Syracuse, going to Atlanta. James Smith-Williams, I think, edge rusher out of North Carolina State, going to Washington. Dustin Woodard, center out of Memphis. He's going to New England. Fucking hell, man. Wait, Ben, Dallas got Ben Denusi, quarterback out of James Madison. I would have taken Thaddeus Moss. I would have been like, he's our best player. He's one of the best players. I, I don't know who the, who is this guy that we just drafted? I'm like, Dallas is not a really great draft pick. They don't even have a draft profile for this guy. Ben, De, I can't, they don't have anything on this guy. How did Dallas find this guy? Let me look at his profile here. Hometown, he doesn't have a hometown, apparently. They have no information on this guy. Likely, he, uh, and the, the prospect grade, no grade. Likely needs time in developmental league. Like, what? Okay, Carlos Davis out of Pittsburgh, or not out of Pittsburgh, out of Nebraska, goes to Pittsburgh. Casey Tuhill. Edge rusher out of Stanford. He's going to the Eagles. Rams are getting Clay Johnson, linebacker out of Baylor. Jason Cornell, defensive tackle out of Ohio State, going to the Lions. Vernon Scott, defensive back out of Texas Christian, going to Green Bay. Bopati Keys, corner out of Tulane, going to the Chiefs. New York Giants are going to get TJ Brunson, out of uh, a linebacker out of South Carolina, Dane Jackson, Corner out of Pittsburgh, going to Buffalo. Tommy Stevens, Mississippi State, going to New Orleans. Chappelle Russell, linebacker out of Temple, going to Bucks, going to the Bucks. Jonathan Garvin, edge rusher out of Miami, going to Green Bay. Chris Jackson, DB out of Marshall, going to Tennessee. Nate Stanley, again one of the quarterbacks that I'm like, why, going to the Vikings. And Tampa Bay is currently on the clock getting some more draft picks. Let's listen to what exactly happened with with um, with Chris Godwin or Goodwin, depending on how you how you pronounce his name. Let's see what he has to say. As I watch an ad for this. Um, I'm going to listen to Daniel Jeremiah talking about freaking 
Ben what's his face first because I'm like, I'm like, who is this guy that we just drafted? That makes no sense. Cole McDonald. Cole McDonald had a farm. I could. I, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like remember that song from uh from what's her face Doja Cat, that Moo song. Bitch, I'm a cow. Bitch, I'm a cow. I'm not a cat. I'm not meow. Old. And then she had a, a verse or a bar where she's like, Old McDonald had a farm. Something, 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 something. E I O. I'm just trying to turn up in the country. I love that song. Anyways, uh, let me listen to what Daniel Jeremiah has to say about us, uh, about the Dallas Cowboys getting um, somebody who I don't, I don't know who he is. Uh, by the way, the Bucks they just got Raymond Calais running back out of Louisiana. You know who the heck it was because I was looking for the dreadlocks. If it was the Hawaii kid, he'd already cut his hair. Uh, but he's got this dip rip delivery where the ball kind of drops down a little bit and then it just shoots out. Uh, they do a lot of vertical uh, dropping out of the pocket. Looks almost like old school Dan Fouts with his footwork. Uh, but this guy's got a big, powerful arm. The touch was the concern. You want to see that? It's not my fault. It's the video. An unbelievable like athlete. He ran four, five, eight. So you can use him on some of the quarterback run stuff as well. But uh, to me, he's a project player. But some intriguing tools to work with. They're talking about McDonald. So we'll see if they can work with him in Tennessee. Meanwhile, Kenny. W- okay, let's fast forward to where they actually talk about. <clears throat> about the quarterback that we just drafted. I think this, dude, this family that they got, either everybody wears the same stuff. I don't know. I, I'm not going to talk. I'm not going to talk. So here we go. Who did they get? Who did Dallas get? He got it. Okay, coming then they got up, it. But he is a seventh-round draft choice. Got the battle his way. Great video. Going to that roster. You're talking about the Minnesota Vikings there with Kenny Willickis. But I think you look at a guy. Okay. Ben DiNucci, when are they going to talk about this guy? Going up. I don't know, man. Are they not going to talk about this guy? They're talking about the highlights of um, of the rounds. When are they going to talk about the new quarterback? That's going to be in Dallas. I can't fucking say his name. What Mort's phone's like during the draft. And it was the, it was a dream for me. I was a, okay. I don't know who they're talking about. It's the seventh round. So they're just talking about other stuff. Here's, um, here's Adam chef Scheffler. Let me find, let me find when he talks about actually like the trade with Marquise Goodwin. Eagles actually did a pretty good job at getting some wide receivers for Carson Wentz. Now you can't even, like, did they get the guys that you would have 1,000% have wanted? No, not really. But there are guys that he de- that they definitely got for Carson Wentz that you're like, oh, okay, that's a pretty good pickup. Where is it? Like John Hightower, and I think they got somebody else, like James Proshi uh, or somebody else. But they got guys. I also got Chris Godwin, if I can find it. Here we go. Adam, it certainly seems like the Eagles were dead set on getting wide receivers, and they found them. 
Well, Trey, you saw three wide receivers listed there that the Eagles drafted, and then they also traded for one as well, swapping picks in the sixth round, moving back 20 slots in that round to get the 49ers speedy wide receiver Marquise Goodwin. So when you put Marquise Goodwin with Jalen Rager and John Hightower and Quez Watkins, that's an awful lot of speed that the Eagles have added on offense. They've been talking to the 49ers in recent days about acquiring Goodwin. The two sides are able to get it done in the sixth round. The 49ers were looking for more draft capital. They were looking to unload his salary. The Eagles were happy to take it on, and they have surrounded Carson Wentz with four new different wide receivers this weekend. A lot of weapons on offense, including that Oklahoma quarterback, Jalen Hurts. By the way, I saw how horrendous Adam Scheffler tried to Schefter, uh, tried to defend the Jalen Hurts trade, and I was like, oh, my God. He blamed it on he, – he didn't blame it. I was reading, like, a New York Post article. Let me pull it up here. I was going to save this for tomorrow, but I was like, dude, I got to talk about this because this was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Here, here's, here's the pick, right? Here's, here's the quote. This is what he said. Now, in this day and age, I've had teams tell me it's more important than ever to have a backup quarterback in this pandemic. I think teams are looking to shore up the most important position in this spot, or excuse me, in this sport, and that's why the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts, blah, 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 and that's it. I think teams are looking to shore up the most important position in this sports, in this sport, excuse me, and that's why the, the Eagles drafted Jalen Hurts. So either, hold on, let me read that again. I was about to say, I don't think he was talking about the pandemic once I like read it again, but then he's like, oh wait, have a backup quarterback in this pandemic. I was like, yeah, he's talking about the coronavirus. That's, that's ridiculous. Like they got him, they misevaluated them. I also read another quote. I'm going to save all this for tomorrow, but the Eagles, like the Eagles getting John Hightower, Marquise Goodwin, let me see, uh, Let me see his numbers here. Okay, so he had 12 receptions for 186 yards, 38 long, one touchdown. He's 29 years old. He's had 2,000 yards in his career. Total yards. Mm. That sucks. Like that's, that's really, he was with the Bills for four years. He was with the, the 49ers for the last three years. That sucks. That's really, really bad. Like, okay. All right. I know that a lot of people have um have made have talked about how Carson Wentz he excels with speedsters. And down the field threats, but I can kind of see the writing on the wall with this kind of early on. John Hightower, he's not a speedster; he's he's a wide receiver. Uh, his forty time was four four uh, four four three. I know that he's a new eagle. Um, I think he's like six foot two, six foot three, two hundred and twenty something pounds. And kind of just see how big he is. How big is he? Six foot one, one hundred and eighty nine pounds. He looks bigger than he actually is. But he's going to the Eagles, 
and he's going to be kind of that that big-bodied wide receiver that Carson Wentz uh, wants. Now they kind of have an excess of riches. Uh, it's going to be very, very interesting to see how the Eagles kind of divvy up uh, what they do and how they do it at that position um, with their wide receivers. Or not their wide receivers, but with their, um, with their uh, what's it called? Yeah, with their wide receivers. Oh, my God, I'm getting tongue-tied here. I apologize. Now, if I continue to go on with the draft, if I look at some of their other players, uh, oh my gosh, Malcolm Perry out of Navy went to the Miami Dolphins. Another really, really, really nice pickup for the Dolphins. Raymond Calais running back again, Louisiana Lafayette. Giants got Chris Williamson out of Minnesota, corner. All right. I'm surprised, by the way, Thaddeus Moss is, has gone undrafted. Because he was a third rounder. I'm amazed that Thaddeus Moss is still on the board. This is somebody's Twitter that I just read read about. Right now, you'd think his last name and scoring three touchdowns in the college football playoffs would buy him some cachet. Let me just check out Thaddeus Moss's numbers really, really quickly. Because I feel like, well, technically, he did score three touchdowns. Okay, this explains it. Maybe he was mis, uh, being misevaluated here. Um, I talk about how players, not players and coaches, but teams misevaluate players um, in a positive way in the sense of, well, this player that should go in the second or first round falls to the third or fourth round, for example. Well, the opposite can sometimes happen where people are, are, are thinking, well, this guy, he's, he's a third or fourth rounder, but he's going to become an undrafted player, and that's where he probably should be. And that's where it looks like it may happen to Thaddeus Moss. He has 47 receptions, 570 yards, four touchdowns, 12.1 yards per catch. He doesn't really have that much production, and let me just check out his production throughout the years. Yeah, he has two years. With six grams of natural protein, there's nothing. Got an ad from ESPN. Thank you, ESPN, for running an ad that I did not tell you to run. But Thaddeus Moss only has two years. That explains it. Two years really playing. And um, he went to, I think, North Carolina State his first year in 2016. His final year with the the LSU Tigers. He had 47 receptions, 570 yards. He's probably a a, a developmental piece, excuse me. So that kind of explains it. I, I I remember looking at his numbers and not really like buying into that. I don't know why I didn't buy into that, but yeah, that's 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 not necessarily worth I think a third rounder. Maybe a fourth or a fifth, but for him to go undrafted is kind of like a head scratcher to me because I'm like you know, maybe you can get something from him cuz I did see him play in the college football playoffs because I saw him torched all of the teams that I wanted to win, Oklahoma and Clemson. But we'll see. We'll see. Let me see his game by game tape or not game by my by game, excuse me, tape. His game by game, his his game logs. There you go. 24. There you go. That's how you speak English. That's how you enunciate and express what you're trying to convey. Let me go back. 
to Thaddeus Moss. Can I see his all of his game logs? Okay. So with six grams of natural protein, there's nothing. Again, I apologize for that. Um, I like literally I, I press on like another like another link like a game log for example and there and they just hit me with the ad like that. I apologize. I need to be quicker on the draw. So 570 total yards. He tech well he had two touchdowns in the playoffs. Let me plug in my computer. Not in the playoffs, excuse me. He had three in the playoffs. He had a great game against Oklahoma, 99 yards for uh, four catches, 24 yards per catch. Uh, it's, it's, I guess it's really, really hard to evaluate him with, with like what he has in production because he has like a game where he has four, uh, 99 yards and then another game where he has 36 yards. But in that 36-yard game, he has two touchdowns. In the 99-yard game, he only has one. And then when you look at the rest of his season, right, uh, you he, he's had uh, two receptions, 61 yards, one reception, 15 yards, five receptions, 39 yards, three receptions, 39 yards, three receptions, 48 yards, seven receptions, 45 yards, six receptions, 46 yards, five receptions. He has not had a 100-yard game as a tight end. He, he may be a better blocking tight end than like one that can actually play make for you, but he only had one one touchdown in the regular season. So, I get it. And some people are going to be like, well, 24, you got to go off of tape. Like, unless the tape is stupidly good for in those, like, 30-something receptions in a season, like, he was misevaluated. He probably should not have gone very high uh, in this draft. Or at all. I don't know. We'll see. Continuing forward, uh, Rams got a kicker, Sam Sloman, Miami, Ohio. I didn't even know there was a school in Miami, Ohio. Uh, Minnesota got Brian Cole, the second safety out of Mississippi State. Minnesota Vikings. And uh, the Rams, they got, what's his face, Nate Stanley. One of the, uh, one of the, he's from Iowa. He's, again, one of the other quarterbacks that I was like, well, this guy, he, I don't want him. I don't want him throwing footballs to the wide receivers because he, uh, he also threw some very, very bad balls as well. But you know, you got to be happy for a guy living out his dream, accomplishing his dream. Just threw some bad balls. I think he's with his sister and his grandmother, or his mom. Shouldn't have said that. <laughs> I'm like, shouldn't have said that. In a very clean house, like everything is organized, everything is proper. You know. Good job for him. Hopefully he proves me wrong. I'm not like I'm not an asshole. I don't like to root against people. That makes me feel dirty. You know? Like even when I like yeah, like even when I like like talk about the NFC East, I want them to lose to Dallas and I don't want them to make the playoffs, but it's not like I'm actively rooting for Washington. You know, to lose like I'm. I'm not like like I hope that Washington goes zero for six. Like no, I want I want like good football. Like if Washington and the Giants and the Eagles were an absolute dumpster fire, like and they kind of are. 
because they they're all like not all of them, but um, Washington and the Giants they drafted within the top five, so they they sucked last year. But I want them to be good football teams because a that'll only make the Dallas Cowboys better, and b um, everybody will shut up about the NFC East being a terrible division, and c like I like watching good football games. I like games where Dallas like they they struggle a little bit. There it's it's a hard game, not a hard game, but it's like. It, like it's a it's a well fought game to live by, not a well fought game. What am I talking about? It's a well fought game, and it's all the sweeter when we win. That's what I mean. Like the hard fought games. I didn't know you could get guys out of the Navy. That's who somebody else got. Like how how does that work exactly? Because aren't they contracted with the Navy? They got a quarterback out of the Navy, by the way, slash wide receiver. I don't know his name. He went 250 to he went some no, he went he was he was um who was he? I don't know what he is. Nate Stanley. What is that guy out of Navy? They went all the way back and they found him. I don't know where he is. I don't know where he went to. But they got somebody Malcolm Perry. I think he's a wide receiver slash quarterback. But Malcolm Perry, he was um he, he played both, it looks like. And he I don't know I like how does that work exactly? So he goes to the Navy, he ser- he's he's in the Navy in like the college, the Navy college. And um like does that mean that he's like What does that mean exactly? Does that mean that he's like does he still have to serve in the offseason is what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm like, how does that work football-wise? Does he go to the Navy? Does he go, does he like serve? I'm, I'm very, very, th- this is a question that I should not be asking. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't know anything about the Navy. I'm not a military person. Say it with your chest, 24. I'm not in the, I'm not in the armed service. My, my uncle was, my dad was, my, uh, my grandfather actually served in World War II, so. Actually, my grand—I have two grandfathers. One served in World War II. One was in the Korean War. I had an uncle, interestingly enough, fight in World War II. He has—he brought back a Nazi sniper rifle, gave it to my grandfather, who, when he passed, his wife, because my my grandparents on my dad's side they split up uh, early in his childhood, so his stepmom, my step grandmother, gave that to my dad, who gave that. Uh, that Nazi sniper rifle to me. So technically speaking, I have a uh, uh, a World War II relic. Even has like that military, that old military grade uh, scope from the 1940s. And yes, it does have the Watt, the the Nazi swastika insignia. You know, the Falcon holding the like the swastika, not the Falcon, the Eagle holding the swastika. I think it's the banner or ribbon or whatever. It's on the bolt of the sniper rifle. It's pretty cool as a historical relic. It freaking sounds like a damn cannon. Like, I remember my dad having to, like, teach me how to use it. Uh, We went to, like, a gun range, and he's like, wait for the barrel to cool down. I'm like, I have to wait for the barrel to cool down? He's like, why? I'm like, why? But he's like, you know, because it's, it's like the barrel will get hot. It's not like a gun. I remember I shot it in the gun range, and I could freaking... It sounded like... 
It sounded like a like a controlled explosion inside a trash can or something like that. It sounded ridiculously loud. We're winding down to the uh, uh, of the 2020 draft here. Um, he did not get drafted. Thaddeus Moss did not get drafted um, whatsoever. He he still could potentially get drafted. Minnesota is on the clock at 39. He's 200. Uh, oh wait, nope. They got Kyle Hinton, guard out of Washburn. Denver Broncos, they're on the clock. Really not a lot of other people to speak of here. Tremaine Ingram out of Clemson. Steven Sullivan tied in out of LSU. Tyree Cleveland, wide receiver out of Florida. Broncos are on the clock. Then the final pick, Mr. Irrelevant. Giants got it. Because you're irrelevant. Then I'm going to go downstairs, cook me some pasta, watch me some other stuff. As well. This has been a pretty fantastic draft so far. Just what the doctor ordered. Let's see if uh, if they can if they can finish this off. A team can finish this off uh, grabbing. Wouldn't it be <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if um. A freaking, if the Eagles, or not the Eagles, the Giants, they got Thaddeus Moss as their last pick, and he becomes Mr. Irrelevant. By the way, um, apparently Hunter Bryant is still there. Did not know that. He fell hard. I thought he got drafted. Corner out of Nebraska. This sucks. Lamar Jackson. He's undrafted. He may, I, I felt like Lamar Jackson actually could have gotten drafted, if I'm honest with you. Broncos, they take Derek, I can't say his last name, out of North Dakota State. Yeah, I feel like Lamar Jackson could still be drafted, though, if I'm honest with you. Same thing goes with Hunter Bryan and Thaddeus Moss, but it's like if I'm, I'm, I'm taking Hunter Bryan over Thaddeus Moss in this case. Because I thought uh, Hunter Bryan would have been gone by now. Then with the 255th pick of... The draft, the New York Giants will have the final pick of the draft. We'll see. By the way, I love how people and teams were like, you know what the Dallas Cowboys should do? They, It's not fair that Steven Jones and Jerry uh, Jerry Jones are going to be in the same room together. And it's like, bro, like, phone calls. Like, you guys don't have phones? You guys don't have mobile phones? Like, the, like the players even have multiple mobile phones. Like you guys need to get with the times. It's not your. It's not our fault that you guys are living in the 1980s, right? When people didn't even have cell phones. It's like buy a damn cell phone. Get or or, or, or get like I know it's a pandemic, but you know maybe not buy one. Or it's like get on a conference call. Like the, like like I feel like this isn't very difficult, you know. People were complaining. Well, that's not fair that the Dallas Cowboys have two have two play uh, have have two guys not in the same room together. Well, it's like, well, frick, man, they have one of the best drafts in the, in the frickin' in the, in the league right now. They're out showing everybody. What's wrong with you people complaining about the Dallas Cowboys having draft picks? I wish I might. I might. Hour long. This is great, man. First and foremost, I was uh, I was waiting at like eleven o'clock. Like, I was up at, maybe not up is the right word, because I fell asleep. I took, like, an hour-long nap. 
but I was like getting prepared and I was trying to upload um, the uh, the second round podcast all day today and uh, it just did not happen whatsoever. So I've been like I've been I've been pretty much freaking on this since eleven o'clock. It's about almost seven o'clock right now. Six o'clock actually. It's almost six. And uh, like I'm done. I'm pretty much done when the NFL is done, and I get to go downstairs, cook me some pasta, watch Gravity Falls as I'm cooking it. I've never cooked pasta. I learned how to last night. I'm gonna put me some tomato sauce in, and I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, I, I may even put some butter in as well. I don't know. Butter makes everything taste good, and some Parmesan cheese as well. Maybe just cheese, Parmesan cheese. I'm, I, I, I'm, I'm very, very boring. I'm, I'm like, I, I just realized, I'm like, man, I'm so excited to cook pasta. Like, Jesus Christ, man, 24, come on, man, what is wrong with you? <laughs> All right, they're showing me some of the players that have been drafted already. Let's see. Looks like they're showing the tight end from LSU. Looks like he's going for a Hail Mary. Great position, great hands, bang, he caught it. 2020 draft, Tigers total selections, 14th, 14th, excuse me, tied for most in seventh round history. In seven round history, 2004, Ohio State, got 14 guys. LSU had some dogs, man. They may be Tigers, but they got some dogs. And that's a, that's a great draft by LSU. Pretty sure who's that head coach with the with the weird voice? He's gonna have some easy time, a easy time recruiting. Tyree Cleveland out of Cleveland. I don't know where he's going. He's from Florida. Looks like he's a big body wide receiver. This has been a great overall draft for the wide receivers in the league. And I heard somebody say I can't remember who said this, but I but it's somebody that I trust. Can't remember who. But they were talking about how, essentially, this is the start for wide receivers, right? Because there's so many great players that are um, that are coming out of high school, coming out of college, right? That they've been doing this since they've been kids. And for some weird reason, the specialties, the not the specialties, excuse me, but the ability of some of these dudes that are coming out of high school and that are going into college and that are going to hone their skills in college is going to be like, it's going to be unmatched. Um, and, 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 and I don't, I don't, I don't know ever, maybe not unmatched, but like, it's going to be almost unseen considering like where we were a couple of years ago. Now, obviously, this is not the end of some people's NFL dreams. You're, you're going to have the undrafted free agent round, and that's going to be a great uh, a great look for some of these players. And what a lot of teams will do is they'll just call up players. They'll be like, hey, we'll sign you as an undrafted free agent, and um, we'll we'll get you in the team, in the locker room, and we'll make sure that you're you're part of a you're part of an NFL roster. And what a lot of teams will do is they'll have about 100-plus guys, and those 100-plus guys will – go into OTAs and training camp and they'll be they'll be the guys that teams will look for and play with and things of that nature and it's not over for some of these dudes that are going to be you know that that are hoping to be in the NFL one of my favorite players on the Dallas Cowboys Dak Prescott you know hopefully he's okay but um he 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 was a fourth round draft pick um 
who else? Blake Jarwin. He was not an undrafted draft pick, excuse me. He was a fourth rounder, so he was late. He was a he was supposed to be a backup. He's going to be a hundred million plus guy soon. Um, Blake Jarwin. He's an undrafted free agent. Guess what? Now he got paid, right? So it's not over. It's just you got to show up. You got to play. You, you got to wear it on your chest. Say, hey, I'm an undrafted free agent. I wear that thing on my chest. High and proud. Shannon Sharp. I think he was a seventh rounder. Guess what? Hall of Famer. Tom Brady, sixth rounder. Hall of Famer. So it's not over yet. Just got to compete. Just got to compete. Going, I think Shannon Sharp said it. He said, give them a reason every single day to keep you, to keep you. Give them a reason. Um, he was w- going into, uh, I forgot what team he was playing for. Oh, yeah, he was playing with the Broncos, of course. He, he got drafted by them. And uh, he, he didn't necessarily, he didn't, he didn't have as great of a, of a, I think it was a training camp or a preseason. One of the coaches said, hey, Shannon, I probably shouldn't tell you this, but uh, you're on one. Of, you're on the board for being cut. So Shannon said, "All right, it's gonna rain. They're not gonna throw the football that much. Like, what do I do?" He said, "Well, I can. I'm a pretty big dude. I can block. So that's what he did. He he blocked guys and he was cutting up people and he he made the team as a tight end and not as a wide receiver. The uh, the most irrelevant football player in the draft, Ty Crowder, inside linebacker out of Georgia. It must suck to get that jersey, man." But he's got it. Let's see if the Mr. Irrelevant can become relevant once again. Linebacker out of Georgia. He's going to the Giants. A lot of depth pieces. A lot of guys to see, hey, can can they make the team? Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. We'll see. But again, it's not over for some of these guys who didn't get drafted like Thaddeus Moss, Anthony Gordon. I would have picked him up instead of the other guy. I don't know who he is. If I'm Dallas, I would have picked his ass up. No idea who the fuck he is. Um, definitely should have picked up Anthony Gordon. Um, I would also try out Thaddeus Moss. Is there any other wide receivers on my board right now? Where is my mock draft? Here we go. Aaron Fuller, I may bring in as a wide receiver. Uh, they got everybody that I got. Is there another safety that we could potentially bring in? Because I don't think Dallas drafted a safety here. Not that I would, not that I would, you know, really bring in. But yes, um, oh, the the draft is finally done. That is the end of the draft. Let me read off the final couple of picks. Mystery relevant is a inside linebacker out of Georgia. Ty Crowder, Giants had four seven round draft seventh round draft picks. Why? It's not like you're going to get a whole lot of value out of that position. Why not leverage them into literally, literally anything else? Players, real players, like players that were drafted that that were drafted not this year, that weren't drafted this year, like NFL players. I don't know. Uh, Ty Crowder, Crowder, Derek Tazuki, Tazuka, edge rusher, North Dakota State, going to Broncos. Kyle Hinton, Hinton from Washburn. Going to Minnesota. Tyree Cleveland, wide receiver out of Florida, going to Denver. Steven Sullivan, tight end out of LSU, going to Seattle. I think that's it. I think that's all the guys that I've read that I got. Ladies and gentlemen, um, thank you for tuning in to the podcast. I know that this one was short. 
it was intentionally supposed to be short um, because if I'm honest with you, if I did not make this short, it would have been like three or four hours of just like me being like, who? What? Depth piece? They're they're gonna be depth players? I don't, I don't know, but like, but it would have been it would have been the same old same old. Um, it's been a pretty good draft so far. Uh, pretty good. Uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see how this translate into uh, into into the season. Excuse me. But um, it, it was it was pretty good overall. I liked some of the picks. I did not like some of the picks. I'll kind of talk about some of the players that I did and did not like going to certain teams. It's going to encompass the entire draft, not just the first round. It's going to encompass every round. Um, I'm not going to obviously have a full name or full list of every single player that was drafted. But it's just going to be for the first, second, and third round, I've already looked through every single player that was drafted, and I've already compiled a list of players that I did and didn't like. Surprisingly enough, I liked a lot of the players coming out of uh, the third round, um, but I'll look in the fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh rounds, and um, and I'll, I'll take a gander at some of the players uh, that were taken in those in those drafts. Really, in those drafts, uh, not in those drafts, excuse me, in those rounds. Really, in those rounds, Said it once, said it twice, say it a million times. Depth pieces. So it's it's really, really hard to not go wrong with getting a depth piece. However, I think I would have picked Anthony Gordon if I was um if I was Dallas in the seventh round. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been 24's podcast, the best video gaming and sports podcast on the entire internet. If you like this podcast, you can um you can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Breaker. Yeah, I think I think that's it. I don't know. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow I will be going over the draft once again, or I'll be taking a break. Nope, I already said I'll be doing. No, you know what? I'll have a. I'll I'll have. Should I have a wrap up on Monday? Yeah, I'm gonna take off Sunday. I'm gonna have a wrap up of the podcast, not of the podcast, but of the draft on Monday. Until Monday, ladies and gentlemen, not Sunday. I will not be here on Sunday. Don't come back on Sunday. Come back on Monday. But on Monday, I'll be back. Ladies and gentlemen, 24th podcast. Till Monday, hope you have a fantastic day. And I'll see you next time.